Ah, let's play a game. So we can also type and talk here too if we need to. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Say something. And you know, take a bathroom break or something. I can throw something on there and mute myself. I suppose you could. Yeah. Or or you just pee in a bottle like I do. Be a man, James. Anyway. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Hello again, and welcome to yet another edition of Is It Worth It? Now. If you haven't listened to podcasts before, what we normally do is I'll take a game down from my shelf and I'll play it with my co-host and we'll decide whether or not it's worth it from a collector's standpoint. Hi, I'm your host, Blaine J, and with me today I have co-host James Moholland. Hey, everyone. And also a very special guest in the way of Alex from Discord Channel. How's it going? And Alex is a self-proclaimed expert on the game Shining Force 2, which is the game we're going to be talking about today. Unfortunately, Terran Lightning were supposed to join us on this episode. Um, Scheduling, whatever, got in the way. We weren't able to get in touch with James and I had to put out a show. This is literally the only thing we had in the bank left to do. So we're doing Shining Force 2. Now, if you're not aware of Shining Force 2 or uh, Shining Force in general, they kind of play like... um, well, like a Fire Emblem or a Final Fantasy Tactics game where you have like a grid-based system where you can move yeah. your various characters and such. Um, this particular game... It's much simpler, though. Much simpler. Yeah, it, it really is a dumbed-down version. I mean, I don't want to call it dumbed-down because it's really a product of its its time. It came out on the uh, Sega Genesis... The earlier consoles, yeah. Yeah, back in like 93, which would put me at 13 and it put Alex here at like a mere three years old or something. So... <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a 1993 release. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking at here. And it's a a tactical role-playing game, and you play as the leader. Uh, As a kid, I thought this guy's name was uh, hilarious. I thought it was, like, Bowie, and he was, like, named after a dog or something. And I was like, oh, God. Literally the only RPG as a kid that I would change the name of the main character because I was embarrassed by it. And then as I grew up, I discovered David Bowie, and I was like, maybe it's Bowie, and maybe it's an homage to him because he kind of looks a little bit like David Bowie. And uh, there's there's a storyline to this, uh, but it's... It's largely forgettable, and I say largely because I've forgotten it. And, you know, I played this about two months ago, and all I can remember is that there's a bad guy, there's these jewels that fuse themselves to Bowie's neck, and kill the bad guy. You know, you you gather up all these people to go get the baddie. And the, the brunt of this game is the gathering of characters, and that's what I thought we would, like, talk about more than the actual plot of the game. Um but let me see where to, where to where to start. I guess I could talk about just you want to go go into the characters or there is there anything more you want to say about the game in general? Either of you? We can just get into the characters if you want. Let's do that first. Yeah. All right. Cool. So so your your opening character is Bowie Bowie Bowie. We're gonna go with Bowie fucking Bowie, and he's kind of like. Uh, 
your average like hero character he's really strong really defensive he gets good hp he has a couple of spells probably the most useful of which is the egress spell which allows you to instantly transport out of battle which is a really nice fucking feature and one that i exploited to death as a kid to be able to like level up and do things in the game and such um and yeah he's easier all around just like good guy there's nothing wrong with him his movement speed is pretty good I don't know. Nothing, nothing much more to say about him. Uh, also worth mentioning that he is a non-verbal character. <laughs> yeah, he's a silent protagonist for sure. Yes. And also, if he dies, your game is over. Mm-hmm. So there is a protection factor when you get into a battle with him. Yeah, there is. There is always in the back of your mind for sure. Like you want to rush, like Bowie rushes in, kind of thing. Uh, and and that's the way I played this game largely is like him and like the other heavy hitters that can move like fairly fast, like send them up front to like take out guys and then move in your sorcerers behind them for like healing and mass destruction spells and what have you. And uh, yeah, you always have to kind of be aware, like if Bowie's rushing in, he has to have a couple of healing herbs or, or something on him because in this game, uh, uh, to talk just a little bit about gameplay to let the listeners know if they haven't played each character can only hold what is it four items right one of four which total. one of and which one's is, your weapon so really right. only three extra so three fucking items um and if you're a character that can't heal themselves like you really need to be aware to have healing herbs or later on you know much better items on that character mm-hmm. equipped so that they'd they can waste a turn healing themselves rather than just die, especially when regarding with, as you said, James, with Bowie, because if he, if he dies, then you're, you're back to the, the start of the game. Now, early on in the game. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say he is one of your strongest characters. So it's not like someone you can keep out of danger's way. You want him up in the front. You want him fighting. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really play the game without him. Um, He is, like I said, he's probably the best character in the game. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say he's I'll probably. contest that, but I'll just roll with it for now. <laughs> uh, who would you say is better? Just just go into that real quick. I don't care. Go to the next guy, yeah. I'll just say Peter. Um, he oh, yeah. is, oh, like, yeah. without a doubt, just one of the most, like, versatile all-around heavy hitters. Like, he hits so hard. And um, he flies. Not, yeah, that's the other big thing. Like, he's almost a carbon copy stat-wise of your main character, but mm-hmm. his ability to fly around the field is, like, really invaluable. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true of like all the flyers actually. Um, like when I was a kid, like I would just play with the flyers. Like I don't, I didn't care. Like I would have Pegasus Knights. I'd have that old guy. I can't remember his name right now. The Inventor, Screech, the other Birdman. All, if they could fly, they were in my party. Luke. Yeah, because yeah. I just wanted to get to the enemy as quickly as possible or two treasure chests or whatever, because sometimes there will be treasure chests on the battle map itself that you can pick up. And I'd want to get out there as quick as possible. Slade's another example of someone that's good for that. But yeah, we'll just go character by character here. I, I kind of half agree with you with Peter, but, and, and also another neat thing about Peter, he, uh, you don't have to pay for him to be revived at the, uh, uh, priest, whatever he's, because it's he's good a, to be a Phoenix. Yeah, yeah exactly. But one of the other characters at the beginning of the game that you um, start with is Sarah, and she's like one of your friends from the school or whatever, and she's a, a healer, and you know she's largely forgettable to me. I don't know about you guys. You got anything to say about Sarah? She doesn't get boost, so I kind of quit using her after a while. 
Well, you could get boost on her if... I mean, this is getting like further down the road here, but if you used the, the secret vigor? upgrade items, you could get her boost. Oh, really? But typically, she isn't played that way. Right, right. You would. Have, is it a vigor ball that you have to use to turn into a master monk? Yeah, the master monk uh, right. is the way to go if you want to go that route. Yeah, but I think there's some better choices uh, outside of Sarah. Um, so yeah. I, like I said, she's largely forgettable to me. Um, and then another one of your friends from school is named Chester. He's a centaur. Um, you know, he's pretty good for you know, centaurs in this game. They have a pretty decent movement speed, pretty good stats as far as HP is concerned. And uh, they can throw spears which is or use lances, but I, I typically would use a spear so that they can attack, like... Uh, like, what, two squares in front of them and then, like, a... Correct kind of like a diamond around the character right yeah so that made him more versatile as an attacker and yeah chester's all right you know all all the centaurs are pretty good and then we've got the other character that joins you from the school jaha and you know what i love fucking jaha it's just he he can't fucking move he that sucks he is slow but he's a tank he's so good Mm -hmm. and there's a few characters like that you've got claude and the robot zinc or whatever his name is that they're so fucking good but you just they don't go anywhere so there's an item i think in this game what is it called like a god it's got a silly running palmetto yes thank you that's so good that you remember that from back in the day (laughs) because it's sad right (laughs) a little because alex he hasn't uh he hasn't played this since whenever the last playthrough you did was. He w- he wasn't like James and I who have played this fucking recently, and he pulled that it's out. It's been a sense. while. Good job, sir. Yeah, running plamento, uh, which I always was like, well, what's that? Like the little thing they stuff an olive with? Okay, whatever. But yeah, it gives you more movement speed. So if you're wanting to use any of these characters, I would suggest saving your running plamentos for those guys. Um, probably not Jaha, though. I'd probably go with Claude. Um Oh, I guess there, or, is a- um, there are there are some rings also that can be. Uh, yeah, I was gonna mention there's a ring that you could have permanently equipped also that'll give you an extra movement oh, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that helps out. Yeah, it does. Or you could just give all of them to Screech and he can just cover the entire map in one. No, um, that's a good strategy. It can be. Well, that's a strategy. It's a strategy. And listeners, if I sound a little weird to you, I was telling these guys off. Uh, off mic but i'm having a little bit difficulty speaking right now i just got back from the dentist where they put in like this whole massive bridge because i knocked out one of my teeth uh and ended up having to get a bridge to replace it so if i sound a little funny i apologize but you know i'm sure it'll get better as time goes on i'm fine um the next character is kazin and uh you first meet him in yale or yield and he's, he's pretty good throughout the game. He has a, a lot of great spells. You can promote him to a wizard where he'll learn, like, blaze and and deal... Uh, it can go all the way to level 4, and he can deal, like, some really sick damage. So I, I, Blaze 4 is insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Kazin a lot. Um, he's one of the ones that I, uh, in my playthroughs, that I will keep and... Uh, pretty much never leave the party. He's just so good. Um, most of the wizards, Fragile. Yeah, fragile, fragile. But, I mean, he's a glass cannon, right? In games like this, you have to have guys like that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but he's so I good. always promoted him to a sorcerer. Yeah? Is there somebody else we sh- I should have been doing that with, or is he the only one? Um, he's a 50-50. I've play- like, in many of my playthroughs, I've either kept him the way he was or promoted him to the sorcerer. Um, both roles are very potent. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to say, though, you are the first person I've ever heard pronounce his name that way. I didn't even know who you were talking about. I thought it was Kazen the whole time. Oh, well, um, I don't know. That's how I said it. Kazen? I, yeah. I, I was like, who the hell is Kazin? <laughs> <laughs> He's Middle Eastern. Uh, that, maybe. I don't know. His profile right? pic looks no. like a retarded David Bowie or something. Uh, so maybe it is Kazen. But yeah, I like... When it comes to this game, like like I said, with with Bowie or Bowie, you know, I call him Bowie because that's hey man, you're the host. We're rolling with you. So much cooler. Like Kazin, that sounds boring. I'm going with Kazin with lemon. That that's Mr. Lemon. Thank you very much. Lemon. <laughs> he's French. Oh man. I'd like Here to think go. he's a French vampire. Yeah. Yes. So next up is one of the the coolest characters in the game to me, and that's Slade the Rat. He's a uh, thief. You see him at the very beginning of the game stealing one of the the jewels, you know? Oh, he hell yes. He sets thing into motion, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's, what he's, he's referring to is if you don't actually, like, press the start button on the game and watch the entire cutscene that happens, if you just let the game run, you'll see Slade first before mm-hmm. any other character. It'll set up part of the story. Right where he's breaking into like an ancient tomb and he steals uh, mm-hmm. one of the gems, the gem of, is it light or darkness? I can't remember. But he steals one of them and that starts up, allows this thing to get loose. And I mean, it's the classic like forgettable story. It's like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. And then now we have to do this to counteract it kind of thing. But he feels like shit about letting it loose and he ends up joining the force. And he's... He's initially really not that great. He's, like, really weak. He's got pretty good movement speed. As a thief, uh, you would think he'd be able to steal or something. That's not an option in this game. Instead, to get items off of enemies, you have to uh, kill them. And if they have an item that you want, it'll sometimes drop. I, I know there's a, a way to make it always drop, but it'll drop. And then you can buy that from the item shop under special deals. Um but uh, Slade, when you promote him, because in this game you're able to, as we, you've heard us talk about a little bit before, you're able to promote some of these characters to, excuse me, to something else, and he turns into a ninja, and then he becomes pretty damn good, actually. Uh, he's still weak, he's still a glass cannon, but he can move just about anywhere. He gains a couple of spells that are kind of neat. They're just like the same as some wizard spells, but um, they have a different name. Kind of like uh, Edge from Final Fantasy IV or whatever. I really like Slade a lot. Anything you guys want to talk about Slade? Or Oh, I could talk about Slade all day. He's one of my favorite characters in the game. Um, an interesting point is that the very first time I played through this game, I neglected him. I just oh, yeah. let him go because initially when you pick him up, he's so weak. Right. I was like, I have no interest in taking care of this guy. So I had told my friend who I borrowed this game from about the fact that I just said to hell with him and he's like no 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 you got to go back and use this guy you have no idea how good he is mm-hmm. and uh boy was i pleasantly surprised um from now on whenever i play this game i make sure to level slade all the way he is fantastic to have in your party yeah for sure also worth mentioning he is one of the only characters in the game that could get a weapon that's capable of what do you want to call it like death hitting one hitting mm-hmm. somebody um so that's pretty cool um, the animation is actually special too. Like the uh, the enemy sprite will just cut in half. It's uh, pretty cool when it happens at the random chances. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Slate Slate is amazing. So if you're listening to this and you decide to play it and you never have, 
for sure put some effort into fucking Slade. And I would argue this next character is not not nearly as much as Slade, but also a character that if you spend time with is much better than initially what you see, and that is Kiwi. And you find him like inside this house in this one town where he's uh, basically been, you know, he's like... He's your a, first optional character that you yeah. come across. Yeah, you could miss him easily. Yeah, he's part of like a, a zoo of animals and stuff, but you know right away that this guy is special because he actually has a character portrait And you t- when you talk to him. So if you come back to the town after some event, and it's, I've, I've forgotten, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> it's early, early in the game though. Uh, he'll be all alone and he'll just join you. And he's really cool because he's got like, he's got super low HP, like super fucking low HP, but he's really... Uh, He's really strong and defensive, so he barely takes any damage. Now, mages can just, like, oh, one-shot him. magic damage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can one-shot him, so he does have that problem, but he's still a really got, good guy to, like, rush in to, you know, soak up some damage and whatnot. And he does uh, get... He's one of, like, two characters, I think, that actually has two attacks. And, like, once you promote him, he can either do, like, this rolling ball attack, and he'll also do uh, very, very seldomly, like, this... Uh, breath attack that um yeah 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 and he can, he can fly too when you promote him right yeah no yeah. he's i was gonna point out he's definitely one of the most um diverse characters in the game like he starts out from basically what's like a turtle mm-hmm. and once you evolve him he just turns into like a flying wannabe dragon yeah, almost sort of, yeah. um very unique character development with him mm-hmm. yeah he's really cool like that's what i love about shining force is that you know, there are some overlap, you know, you got a lot of centaurs that are pretty forgettable, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there's some like r- real thought and, and stuff into some of these characters and these one ups like they could have easily made three Kiwis, you know, but he's the only one, you know, and same with this next guy, Peter. Um, he's not missable, thank God, because as you said, he's probably <laughs> as good or better than the main character. Peter hits like a truck. He can fly. He doesn't need to be revived. What else can we really say about uh, Peter? He's he's great. You know, you, you. I would like to say that I think I don't really know if there's any kind of stat in the game pertaining to like armor piercing or armor ignore or anything like that. But his attacks seem to work pretty consistently on all enemies. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people like if you hit them with certain characters will be as a, as effective, but like his attacks always seem to hit for close to full. Right. every time yeah i don't know i never really noticed but i believe it i i just know like you attack with peter it's probably dead or close enough to and he's he's great again he can fly so he can get in there he's got good movement speed and you don't have to revive him so yeah it's just... one problem early on with him is you don't get to control him yeah for like five or six battles but you get to control him like i think a third the way through the game which is you know plenty of time to oh, play yeah, around sure. and, and even as a... up, so yeah even as a non-controllable character, he's he's good enough to where like he can hold his own. The only problem I had with him early game is being non-controllable like that. Like I would set up these scenarios where I'm trying to level like uh, Kazim or Sarah or something, and fucking bring them into some guy I've knocked down to one health, and they're you know I'm gonna like I'm gonna move in there and hit this motherfucker with my stick and and get max you know experience <laughs> and then fucking peter swoops and he's like nope and he just one shots it and you're like you fucking peter get no but that's the only problem i have with that other than that he was he was fine um next one up yeah. 
and some of these, you know, it, it, it we run into the Sukkotin or the Suikoden, whatever you, however you pronounce it, effect, where you've got some people that just seem to join you, and you're like, you, you're just, okay, I guess you're just coming with me. And May is one of these characters. Um, she's just hanging out in this town. And, uh, yeah, she's another centaur, um, but she's... Optional. Uh, yeah, optional again. You don't have to get her. Um She's also. She's a bow knight. She shoots yeah. missiles. She shoots the uh, arrows. Yeah. She's a centaur that actually is an archer. So, that's pretty cool. Like, again, like you know, a lot of these centaurs. It's not like, and forgive me if yeah, Arthur was in the first one, right? The centaur that could cast magic and stuff. I'm not getting that mixed up, am I? Um, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a little Lyle different. Lyle was the guy that can shoot uh, arrows in the first one. Yeah. Lyle, but. I liked Arthur in the first one because it was like he was a centaur that had magic, you know. It was like he was unique in that way. A lot of the centaurs in this game really just kind of feel like each other, you know. Like some are stat-wise better mm-hmm. than others. Um, May, you know, she's fine. You'll use her. She's For me, she's largely forgettable. you have anything to say about it, Alex? Or? Um, plot-wise, she's just a very generic character. Mm-hmm. She is one of the characters, uh, gameplay-wise, or... Uh, effectiveness-wise, where they fall into two categories. You could either keep them leveled and they're really strong, but if they fall behind even, like, one or two levels, then they become, like, nearly worthless. Right. Um, May is definitely one of these characters. Um, On multiple playthroughs, uh, from me and others, like, when she's been kept a level or two ahead of the game, she could just pummel people. and almost one shot them, but if she falls behind even a little bit, she'll just get one shot. She'll only do like one or two damage or miss. It it becomes pathetic. Right. Um, if you can't keep her ahead of the game, there's no point in keeping her around. Mm-hmm. My thoughts as well. The next character though is one that you'll probably use quite a bit at least early on. And that's uh, Gerhalt, and he's he's pretty badass. He hits really hard. Um, he's one of the characters that does suffer from not being able to move very much. He's a unique profile and uh, or character in the game as well in that he's the only beast man that you get, which is basically a, like a werewolf. It's kind of like, what was his name, Zylo? Was that the one in the first game, or is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. Um, so he's he's kind of the werewolf of this game, and he, he's really cool. He hits really hard, but you're not going to get him into battle. He suffers, he's like, your Jaha, your Claude, etc., etc., um, and he's not quite as good as those characters, but you will use them a lot early on. Um, yeah, I think like beast people should like be able to move well, like in forest areas. I think that should have been their like right and special that, attribute, but they don't. And maybe if yeah, they considering all the different terrain types they have, that would have made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, also worth noting on him though, he never has to equip a weapon ever. Right. So right. it always keeps a slot open. Like to have all four items on him if you should choose, it's kind of effective. It's very nice. Yeah, that that yeah, not to be uh, understated for sure. Like item slots are so precious when you only have three that even going up that one more slot to four really does help quite a bit. Um, if only he could like move and also have four herbs or whatever equipped to him, then he would be able to like rush in, heal a guy, and rush back out or something. But because of his slow movement speed, that's not really possible. So again, if you want to use him, you're probably gonna like dump some running plementos into him or something. Um, Next up, we got Luke, and he's, you know, he's pretty cool. He's like a bird man. He's wearing, like, an aviator hat and stuff. Uh, He's got good movement speed. He doesn't hit too terribly bad. Not too great either, though. Um, 
he does fly, which is great. Um, he's largely forgettable to me. He's, uh, you know, I, I used all my flying characters usually when I play this game because I, I love the ability to just be like, okay, I'm just going to go over here. And then if you can fly over, you know, there's certain areas of the game where enemies can't even get to you if you fly to it. Um, you could just hang out there for a while or whatever. And yeah, I, I like them for that, but Luke is pretty forgettable as far as the flying guys are concerned. I, I didn't really love, have a lot of love for him. Um, anything you want to say about him? Not really. Well, stat wise, like whenever it comes to a flyer, you kind of got to compare everyone to the golden standard, which is Peter mm -hmm. and Luke definitely doesn't stack up at all. Not even close. So he becomes kind of like stale very quickly. Um, even if you try to level him, he really won't like catch up to the, uh, the level that everybody else is performing at. So he'll fall off a bit. The only thing that is helpful is when you use flyers, it helps to keep them kind of packed up. Um, mm -hmm. And that's very useful. At the beginning of the game, the flying effect goes underrated because you're typically on grass and right. like there's not much movement that you can't do. But in later levels, you'll be fighting over water and in deserts where people have a hard time moving. Mm -hmm. And the like having a pack of flyers is very effective. Right. Exactly. So yeah, you you might use him. I I don't know. Um, next up, you probably won't use Rick. He's a he's a he's a centaur. He's a centaur boy. You know he uh, he doesn't have anything special about him. He he kind of looks like Opie all grown up. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have much to say about him. He he's like a Chester basically. He's, totally forgettable. Yeah, mm -hmm. one hundred percent. Nothing good to say about him. And then you get your first archer archer next with Elric. And yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, archers are good in general. They're they suffer from being somewhat weak. They've got good movement speed, but then they're able to shoot, uh, you know, a pretty good distance out from themselves and deal some pretty heavy damage. So I like Elric. Um, I can't remember if you can promote archers or not. You can, right? They can get like some kind of big gun, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then yes. they could reach another uh, distance away, right? Instead right. of just the two, yeah. Yeah, it's the, the item is a silver tank, I'm seeing. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I remember, I don't know if I promoted him or his girlfriend, who we'll talk about after a while, but, yeah, they they do very good. Um, next up is one of my favorite characters, Rode, Dr. Rode the Historian. and You would like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like this old dude. He builds shit, you know, and as as far as, like, he, he helps you get the Achilles sword, right? If I remember right, and then yes, when he, he is involved with yes. that part of the plotline, yeah, and then when he joins, you get this guy that's like, he's he's an old dude with uh, like aviator goggles and like this scruffy ass beard, and he's got this wonky ass contraption that he kind of gets into, and he's again he's a unique character, so I really I love the unique characters more than I do the cookie cutter ones. I think that's obvious, and. Um, he, he can fly with this weird glider-like thing. So, again, you know, flyers are cool. And then, yeah, I, I, I like Road. Anything to say about Road, one way or the other? Uh, no, I'll just, like, agree with what you said, the fact that this guy actually has a bit of character behind him. Like, yeah. there's a substance to it. Like, when you see him, you just get that feeling. Like, you know about that character. It's not like Rick where you see him and you're just like, all right, I forgot about him by the next scene. Exactly. Um, this guy's very. He plays a part in 
like your party for the rest of the game, and mm -hmm. he's definitely very unique. Yeah, he actually talks, which is a unique feature um, for games of this, uh, you know, time period. So yeah, he's cool. Um, after that, we got Karna. She's amazing, right? She's a a healer that can use boost. She once you get her, you'll probably just always be using her. Um, she has poor defense, so that's par for the course. Um, but you, with the boost trick, I don't know, we didn't talk about that, right? But it's a commonly known trick where you can cast boost on people and get, like, massive amounts of experience, and you can just, like, egress out of the battle, come back, do it all over again, and you can get that character to max level relatively quickly, right? Mm -hmm. So, you can do that. Strategy cheese your way through with Karna and whoever else can cast boost in the game, you know, if you make master monks out of people and such. So nothing much more to say about her unless you got something, Alex. Um, she's nothing great. to add. Yeah. And after that, you got Tyron, and he's not as good as Kazine to me as far as sorcerers go. Um, no. It, is this one of the four characters? Oh, and so is Karna. They're both... Uh, yeah, they're both on... on the four that you could choose from. Right. You can and choose Randolph and Eric. Yeah. You can choose one of four of these guys to be able to join you, but once you get the sky orb, uh, you can come back and get the rest of them. So it's like whatever. You should probably just choose Karna because she will help you the most at that point. Tyron's he's good. I remember my first playthrough of this, I actually used the the code on the Genesis. I don't know if either of you are aware, but there's a code you can use to where you can control the enemies as well as the uh, mm. your characters. You put it yep. in during that whole scene with Slade walking around and shit. And I used this code to at the end of the game I used Tyron uh, leveled up as a sorcerer or whatever it is you promote them to um, to attack the last boss a few times, egress out and do that and I got him like level 50 or whatever it is and he was just like this massive just awesome character but <laughs> yeah, not nearly as good as uh, as Kazine uh, still very good, you'll probably use him in conjunction with Kazine and then we've got Randolph, again one of the four that you can choose from uh, he's like a worse Jaha I think um probably just not worth it he's, he's like i don't know he's a bruiser kind of looks weird in his profile pick too that <laughs> that's weird to say like but when you when you're talking about this game like the profile pick is a, a lot of the times on these characters that's almost all you have to go off of it's like yeah. far as like oh what what's this guy all about and randolph is wearing like this weird cowl and he looks like he just took a <clears throat> big shit or something I don't know. I don't just instantly disliked him. I never really used him. Next up of the four, you've got Eric, and he's another centaur. He's again, he's a uh, Rick or whatever. He's pretty much forgettable. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else to say about Eric. Not about Eric. No. Yeah. When it comes to this choice at this part of the game, like whichever one you choose is the only one that you could actually incorporate into your party. By the time the other ones become available to you, they'll be so severely under leveled mm -hmm. that it's just like you'll really have not to worth your time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so whichever one you pick at this point, like make sure you want that in your party. No, just um, just pick Karina or whatever Karna. That or the sorcerer. I mean, I think both of those are very good choices. The other two are Garbage. really not going to be up to par. So. No. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that statement. And then we get to the aforementioned girlfriend of, gosh, I've already, Eldrick, um, Eldrick. Janet, who 
offers to join you because Eldrick is in your party. Um, she's basically another Eldrick. You know, she's another archer, but in female form. Again, pretty good. You've probably already leveled Eldrick, though, so you probably won't use her at this point in the game. I don't know. Nothing much to say about her. She's pink. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, next up, we got Higgins, and what? He's just another centaur knight, right? He doesn't have anything special about him that I can remember. Only the way he talks. <laughs> yeah, I do like his uh, his profile pic. Reminds me of uh, Bruce Campbell quite a bit. So <laughs> it's like, I can see that. I could I could dig on that, right? Now, but other than that, like if you're just like you're just really into centaurs. If you're watching centaur porn and you're just like all about fucking centaurs, maybe you're, he's in your party, but probably not, man. Um, probably not. Probably not. So next up, we've got the very unfortunately named Screech, who is a bird man named after their character from Saved by the Bell. Um, yep. And also famously when I was a kid, I don't know which ones, you know, back in the, you know, you two are much younger than me, but back in the long, long ago when this game actually came out in 93, and I played this. Don't date yourself now. No, no. I mean, everyone knows I'm an old fuck. Whatever. But this game, when it came out, like the internet was in its infancy. I had a computer, but it was like a 46, and my dad didn't let me get on it often, so I wasn't able to like troll the internet for secrets about you know Shining Force Two or whatever. So we had like this kid network and some of you older listeners may know, you know, it was like playground knowledge and, and me and a group of friends were all playing shining force two. And we would talk to each other and be like, Oh, I found this guy and I found this guy and so on and so forth. And we would discuss how, you know, Oh, you can miss Kiwi if you don't get him and stuff like that, you know? And the one character that you knew existed in my, my play group, but no one could find was screech. Because at the end of the game, they show portraits of everybody, and they give a name. And so we knew there was this character, this 30th character named Screech, but no one knew how to get it. And I was the first one to find him. And the way you do that is when you're in that bird town, you just kind of talk to everybody, and then you walk off screen a little bit, and this baby falls out of the sky, which like lands on you, and you catch it. And then uh, later on in the game, if you catched it, or caught it, catched, fuck... If you caught it, then uh, you save the baby's life, and it grows up evidently really quickly. Because within a few battles, he joins you, and he's all he's all grown up now, and he's you know happy that you saved him. And yeah, he's just another Birdman, um, much like uh, God, I forgot his name already, Luke. And um, yeah, to me, like as a kid, I have the nostalgia with him, so he's way better than Luke in my mind. But they're basically the same character, right? Yeah. Yeah. So another guy that can get in there, get out really quickly, whatever. And um, next up after Screech, we've got Tanya, or Taya. It's Taya, isn't it? And she's another sorceress, right? But at this point. She is. At this point in the game, I don't know. I just. I, I have my sorcerers. I have. Like, I hate to say it, but except for, like, the few that really, really stand out at, after this point, no one's getting into my party. You know, I've already got my party. It's these guys. So unless you really stand out like you're Mr. Lemon or you're maybe a Claude or something like that, you're probably not you're probably not getting to join me. Anything to say on Tanya? Well this she she comes to you as a sorcerer, or the other ones uh-huh. uh, you may have missed that uh, item to promote them to a sorcerer. Yeah. Wizard. So she might be something that you'd use. She's pretty inherently powerful. If you have a way of keeping her safe 
she could pump out a lot of damage. Sure. Uh, like all of the magic casters, pretty much are capable of outputting a pretty decent amount of damage. Yeah, it's just about keeping them safe. So anybody like Kazan or her or um, the one we mentioned before with the uh, the group of four you picked from, I forget his name right now. Tazan or like, Yeah, like Tyron. all of all of them are. Uh, a good pick if somebody else is underperforming, like they will always be able to hit decently. Right. Uh, um, for me, I guess it's just nowadays, the last few times I played it, I played with a walkthrough. Cause I mean, there's tons of stuff you can miss in this game, not just the promotion items, but like mithril is a thing in this game where I think there's oh, yeah. 15 total or something like that. And some of them are hidden in like the sides of rock faces and shit that you would never think to search because video game. And the, I mean, there's nothing in the game that tells you, Hey, while you're in this area, fucking search this rock face or whatever. You just wouldn't, but there it yeah, is. Yeah, they're hidden extremely well. So having having to play with a walkthrough, I think, is a must. And in doing so, you've already found the items to promote your, you know, your wizards from before. So when you get to her, she's largely like, well, you, you know, you're you're okay, I guess. But I've already got these two guys or whatever. So. Yeah, I, I never really ended up using her, or, I, or rather, I haven't since I was a kid. Next up, we got, what is it, Freya? Freya, the vicar. Yeah, and he's he's just like a really baller healer, but he looks like uh, Friar Tuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't got much to say about him. I mean, healers are are good, you know, but they're forgettable, and Freya's no different, right? Pretty much spot on. Yeah, and then... We got Jaro, and he he has the distinction of already he's a centaur, but he's already a Pegasus knight, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like fighting for the the bad guys, I think. And then like he once you like halfway through the battle, he's like, well, I don't want to be fighting with these guys, and he joins you. I think is how he joins you, right? But yep. yeah, dead on. Yeah, okay. So when he joins you, you're just like, okay, that's. Great, I guess, but you've already got, you know, either Chester or Higgins or any of these other guys already promoted to Pegasus Knight, probably. So, again, like Taya, it's like, great, but I, I didn't use him much. Um, I don't know about you guys. And then you got Guyan, and he's like a gladiator, and he's really, really tough. He's another Jaha clone, basically, I think. Um, he just doesn't move very well. Uh, nothing to say about him, right? Right. No, I never used them. Yeah. Unfortunately, this part of the game is kind of filled with a slew of people that join you and mm-hmm. are all forgettable, like all in the same period. Like, just as fun. you work through, you're going to get like five, six, seven characters in a row that you're just kind of like, well, I've already got my party the way I want it, and I don't need you. Exactly. And it's it's unfortunate, but that's that's actually kind of true of all games of this ilk. You know, Sukoden's largely well, the same way. Um, I have sort of a solution for that. Okay, um, let's hear it. I wanted to bring it up later, um, eh, but we might as well take a talk about it now. Um, kind of the battles for this this game, I'd say about what ninety five percent are pretty much fought the same way. Where mm-hmm. You got all your guys clustered in one section, and then you got the enemies spread out like all over the map, and the enemies kind of come at you what, three or four at a time tops. Yeah, exactly. Kind of move your guys in a position where you take down their enemies. And I thought they should have like 
to make it more of a strategy game, come up with more like scenario um, battles, um, for example. Uh, if you have a small party of 12, you know, maybe you have to send six to one area of the map and then six to a completely different area of the map to yeah. maybe complete an objective like during the battle. Um, so that would break it up for you know the 12 you have, you know, make you kind of adjust your party where you may need to have two healers in your party now, one for each group or what have you. Um, then another way they could like have you build two parties of 10. So you have 20 overall people. I know you only fight with 12 at a time, but maybe like the scenario is you have to send 10 down, you know, this path and then 10 down this path. Um, and then once you complete battle A, you know, you can somehow get Bowie to the other group to lead that group for battle B, but then that would force you then to use more of these forgettable characters right. or at least level them up so you're, you know, you have them all. But that was what I thought they could have done if they would have, right. um, you know. And, and something like that, maybe now, like the, the amount of forward thinking that came from this game just to be as good as it is from this time period is is pretty tremendous it, it can't really be mm-hmm. understated absolutely um mm-hmm. the fact that they they got this out as good as it got for that time period is amazing to me and same can be said for shining force one you know which is even earlier it's like 91 or 92 uh just incredible but yeah if they if it were to be made today which please fucking sega if you're listening <laughs> you're not uh make another shining force <laughs> game uh of this nature you know we got shining force 3 for the saturn we got the one for the sega cd that kind of played like this it was also on the game gear um but not quite like i all all we want as fans of this game is another like fire emblem type game but in the shining force realm you know with these type of characters and i just i will give you all my money you know um, I did see a guy on a uh, Shining Force Central. Um, he is making a fan-made game. Oh yeah, that uh, looks like uh, I think it's part two. But mm-hmm. uh, I haven't looked, done much research on it. I just saw a quick video clip of it. But uh, cool. I'll do more research into that. See if that's going to come out. Because later this game kind of turned into some weird shit, man. You got like Shining Tears, which I thought was okay, and then you got like Shining Force EXA, and I can't even remember all the oh, places. Oh, God, you know? and What just, was the one that you sent me that video on where... It's like, hot stuff coming up. your way. Yeah, 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 hot stuff coming your way. Oh, God. And you hear it like 84 times every third <laughs> minute, and you're just like, I, yeah. I can't play this game. Yeah, um, yeah, it just turned into something that it shouldn't have, and it's never recovered, unfortunately. Anyway, to get on with the list, we only have a few more to get through. You, uh, you got Sheila toward the end of the game. She's a master monk, so she's really good. You'll probably use all the master monks you can get. They're just fucking retardedly good, and they can, everybody loves Sheila. Yeah, she's great, um, and she's another one that she can use boost right, so you can just make her just ridiculously powerful quickly. Yeah, right? she gets boost too relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can just turn her into just retardedness really really fast um next up zinc he's a unique character in that he's a robot from the past um he's another one of these jaha type characters it's like really powerful really defensive can't move for shit he has a movement of four so you know if you're just wanting to change things up and have a character sprite that looks a little different here's your guy 
Um, I think he also has two character animations when he attacks. I can't remember, though. Yeah, Zink is a very special character. He moves slower than just about anybody else in this entire game. However, hmm. he is very potent. If yeah. um, if this is not your first playthrough of the game and you want to do something a little different, he's one of those characters that I would tell you to, just as an experiment, take all of your movement speed items, all of your ability upgrade items, things that permanently upgrade stats, Save them all until you're able to get him and just slam every single one of them hmm. down on him. Hmm. He literally becomes a robot ground-based version of Peter. Like, he'll just walk around the, the map and decimate anything that comes in contact with him. Hmm. It's a really weird way to play, but, like, if you don't do that, then you really can't play with him because he moves so slow. Like, he'll just never reach the battle Everyone else will be out fighting, and he'll just be like taking his time, moving two, three spots. <laughs> yeah. So that that's basically if you want to use this guy, save everything for him. Just give him everything, and then go to town. Exactly. It'll be great. Yeah, and this I would have. I'm surprised to hear you say that about Zinc because I would have said the exact same thing about our next guy, and that's Claude. And Claude uh, is yes. a. He's a big golem, and you get him by like giving him an arm or something, and um, yep. yeah. then he joins you. And his movement speed is also at four, and I would argue that he's as good or better than Zinc. They're they're really the same character. If they could move better, then uh, they would be amazing. But because of their ship movement speed, yeah. Um, so Claude. <sighs> I would argue that Zinc is better statistically, but most importantly between the two of them, Claude can't take a lot of magic damage. He kind of falls into like Huey's category there. Like magic really lays into him pretty hard. Right. Yeah. It's just a, a matter of which one you want to do if either um they're they're largely the same character to me, but Yeah, I, like doing both in one playthrough really not an option. No, you really have to choose one or the other. So maybe do if you would decide to play through at a later date, maybe do the other one. Uh yeah. ne next up we got Chaz. Chaz is whatever, he's a priest, right? Or no, he's a God, what wizard. Is he? He's a wizard, yeah, that's right. Wizard, he's yep. a wizard. But you don't use him really because you get him so fucking late in the game, you're just like Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah you're he's the, Kazen's younger brother that nobody wants around yeah. just kick him to the corner kind it's like oh you do all the same stuff but worse okay forget you kind of looks like he plays bass guitar for like a really bad garage band or something um and the last character that you uh get is uh lemon mr lemon who is really really cool he he's of the last characters in the game he's the one i would say is most worth it to actually play with because he's just a powerhouse all around um he kind of funny in the storyline he uh is distraught that he's been fighting for like the bad guys or whatever and so he tries to kill himself over and over and over and you find like evidence of that throughout the game of like this poor bastard trying to kill himself but he's now immortal so he can't so when you run yeah. into him he like offers to join you and he's uh really badass and i think he he also shares with peter that you don't have to revive him right if i remember right or doing? I don't oh, know. God, I don't recall. I, I think that he's also like Peter, 
um, because he is a vampire. Like when he dies, he leaves the battlefield. But then when you start back up, I think he's just fine again. So he's good in that regard as well. Not as good as Peter, but he's still really fucking good. And those are the 30 characters you get in the game. Um, I don't don't know. There's not a lot more I want to talk about as far as plot. The, The plot of this game is relatively weak in my opinion uh i've forgotten 90 percent of it um already oh it wasn't that bad <laughs> it's it's just it's uh good. okay well you guys feel free but to me it was like okay this is old hat it's well just... i'll i'll admit that i'm a little biased here because when i played this this was basically one of my first full-fledged rpgs so oh, okay. for me playing through a game that had like this like that more revolved around a story than the actual gameplay mm-hmm. was just like a revolution in my mind, I see. you know? Um, so for me, like seeing all these like ultimate evil things that you had to, you know, go ahead and take down, um, it was really invigorating for me. So it, it kind of holds a special place. If I were to play it through, like for the first time today, I'm pretty certain I would feel much differently about oh, it. Yeah. But, um, you know that that could be said for anything. Um. For the most part, no, you're definitely right. Like for I think James and I both started role playing games years before this even came out. You know, I had already had Final Fantasy and uh, the Four Dragon Warriors and a bunch of other stuff under my belt. So, and the first Shining Force. So by the time I got to this, it was all kind of just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Give me the gameplay. Give me the characters. That's all I give a fuck about. And even so, it was a really great game, really great experience. I recommend anyone listening to this to play it for sure. James, anything you Absolutely. want to add? Absolutely. Um, I think the only note I had was uh, comparing it to Shining Force One with the uh, promoting system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shining Force One, you could promote at level ten. Yeah. But you weren't supposed to. No. You were supposed no. to wait till I don't even know how. Yeah. Twenty is the optimal. Yeah. Twenty. As long but this as you one, can. like. Yeah, which, you know, when you're a kid, you know, level 10, I want to see what this guy looks like. So mm-hmm. I always promoted right away, and then I found out later I wasn't supposed to do that. But this game, once you hit level 20, like, go ahead and promote. Like, you don't got to gain extra levels. It's like, yeah, but you promote, should. you'll be fine. Yeah, you should promote. Well, for me, I always, I, I don't know. If, Did you wait longer? I, 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 as long as I possibly could. Really? Yeah, wow. man. Okay, well, and then statistically, I would, it helped you out. Yeah, and I would just... Like, I'd get as far as I possibly could, and then when I just couldn't take it anymore, then I would promote and and then uh, just do the same levels over and over again to uh, level everyone up quickly, you know? Yeah, just so I would get those retardo stats. Because there are, at some point, there's stats that are, like, super random, and you can get, like, really big bonuses. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, did that with a bunch of characters. I I can't remember what all now, but I, I I'd level up until I got to that next class of weapons where you couldn't use as I'm a. Sure. I would go well past weapon. that. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was playing yeah. it wrong. No, no, not to so say you you're fine. I mean, if you can beat the game, you're playing it right. It's just yeah, I guess you're. Yeah. For me, it's like oh, you know, I just wanted to see them at their most badass and like my first playthrough, which unfortunately I checked on my Genesis cartridge is long gone um yeah battery died on that sucker years ago apparently but i had uh most of my team could one shot the emboss just about you know it was just like (laughs) boom and just game like when i did beat it with any of those characters gained one experience point off the last boss which is right 
which it, we didn't mention before, but in this game, unlike other games where like you get a set amount of experience from an enemy, like say early enemies give you two experience, and then like later in the game, two experience doesn't mean anything. Instead, this game, um, enemies give you experience based off your levels. Uh, parallels like if you're level 12 and it's level 12 or higher you'll gain more experience by defeating that enemy but if you're level 20 and you defeat an enemy that's level 12 you'll only gain one or two experience and when you get to 100 experience points at any given level you'll gain a level so yeah and then other things in this game like hp and magic points unlike final fantasy where like 9999 damage is like easily obtainable on most final fantasy games on this game if you're hitting something for 100 you're fucking owning that motherfucker you know what i mean so most of your characters at end game don't have anywhere close to 100 hit points so there you go so yeah that's shiny force 2 i don't have much else to say about it um do you want to wrap it up great game yeah, great fucking game. great game. Now, you can get this game, God, all kinds of places. Like, used to be, you could only get it on the Genesis, and its price was just climbing up and up and up. It reached, like, 50, 60 bucks at one point. Uh, then they re-released it for, I think it's a download on... Is is it on 3DS, James? I don't remember. I think it might be... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have it on a Sega Genesis collection which for is, PlayStation 3. Exactly, which is what I played it on and, as well. It's Sega. And, yeah, so you can get this on the, the Genesis collection for PlayStation 3 for about $12. I'm not real sure what the original cart cost. I would recommend not buying that version because, like I said, these batteries, they're dying. You know, mine's dead. A lot of my older games, the batteries are dead. So this is an RPG. You need that function. So unless you're a collector, don't buy that. Uh, just buy the Genesis collection. Works great on there. Emulated perfectly. Sounded great. Everything about it was great. Plus, you also get a slew of other games, all the fantasy stars you get, uh, what golden axe warrior is another fine RPG on there that can only be found elsewhere on the Sega master system. So yeah, you get a lot of stuff, a lot of good games on there that you can play all the Sonics and all that shit too, for like what? 12 bucks, James, I think is what I paid for mine. So yeah, something easy. Totally. Yeah. Or I think it's a, it's on the Wii, uh, Wii network. You can download it. If, uh, oh, yeah. Wii. Yeah, Wii U. yeah. So yeah, totally, totally worth it in that regard. Yeah, so I recommend doing that now. Um, do you have anything you want to promote, Alex? I, I don't know what it all it is. Alex just logged off for a second. He's trying to get back on. Alex, <laughs> with us? Give this game a chance because it's definitely way better than the first one. And if you haven't played any of them, just skip straight to the second. Yeah. There's no plot points that you're going to miss. They're separate no. stories. The second one is by far superior. Okay. Um, everywhere from characters to level design, everything like that. The second one is a super great experience. For sure. Definitely. Uh, Huge level way. up. Huge level yeah, up. Big time. Big time. They learned all their mistakes from the first one, really put their heads together and cranked out this awesome game, which is why it's so revered and why we're talking about it right now. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll notice we're not talking about Shining Force Three or or the Sega CD short sort of Hija or whatever it's called. So yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a reason for that. This is probably the best in the series. Not not just probably. I would I would say this is the best. Of the series. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. I don't know. I got most of what you were saying. Uh, I'll see if I can work in some kind of edit to where I can add that in. Hopefully, I can. Uh, again, man. Thanks a lot for uh, for coming on the show. Period. Hey, thanks for having me, dude. All right, man. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good, have a good. One. See you in Discord. Yeah. You can catch me at or us at um, 
me personally retro uh, game core oh sorry <laughs> yeah you can find us at retro game core it hasn't been updated in a while but we we will update it occasionally add new shows uh direct links to that and so on and so forth um you can catch james at james milholland on twitter you can catch us both at facebook at um is it worth it podcast look that up on facebook you'll find us uh, you can write me at simonbelmont.com, or not .com, Simon, simonbelmont at outlook.com, and you're at goodbuddyjames at gmail.com, right? Yes, yes, sir. Yep. Um, definitely check out upcoming the episode of uh, the RPG show, our good friends at the RPG show. We're going to be reviewing Snatcher, which is a game for the Sega CD. It's my favorite game. If you listen to the show, you know that that's my favorite fucking game. Um, we're doing it on their show. All three of us talk about it. And there's something... I don't don't want to spoil it at all. But there's something very special that not on that, that particular episode, but the episode after that that I did that's going to be coming out uh, that's really, really cool. I couldn't believe it actually happened. So definitely be checking out that channel. Check it out anyway. They, they do God's work over there. They review RPGs. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, Alex, who accidentally logged off, he's constantly on Discord on that. You can check me and James out on Discord as well. Um, uh, he's a fan of the show. Unfortunately, he got logged out and is unable to tell us anything he may or may not want to promote. Uh, I do think that he does some uh, Let's Play type stuff or whatever. So maybe check out or look up. Uh, how do you spell his name, James? It's S-K-I-T-E-H-X. E-H-X. So if you look that up, um, you'll more than likely find whatever it is he's doing. I think he does some Twitch streams on League of Legends and some other things like that. So check out everything he does. He was a great boon to this podcast. Uh, obviously a huge fan of Shining Force 2. We loved having him on. And yeah, guys. Yeah. I don't know how much content we got talking about the characters and not much else, but that's really the bulk of the game. I hope you enjoyed it. So keep it retro, and until then, we'll see you next time. See you guys later.